Everybody, Beth Wee in the studio. I want to tell you the story about a man named Mark Eklund. He was a young man in 1959 going to school at St. Mary's Catholic School in Morris, Minnesota. His teacher was Sister Helen, and um, Mark was known for smiling and saying, Thank you for correcting me, Sister. <laughs> and it used to drive this, his uh, poor teacher crazy. And the story is told about one day when she taped his mouth shut because he was talking too much. And the class cheered when she took the tape off and Mark winked and said, Thank you for correcting me, sister. Years later, Mark was in junior high math and it was 1965. They were studying new math, and it was really frustrating for all the kids. So Sister Helen took a break, and she passed a paper out with each of the kids' names on it. And she said, write the nicest thing you can think about each one of your classmates. And the papers went around the rooms. In 1971, just six years later, Sister Helen was asked to attend Mark's funeral he had died in the Vietnam War. One of the soldiers asked if she was Mark's math teacher, and she nodded, and he, the, the soldier said, he talked about you. You should ask his parents about his effects. So at the reception following the funeral, Mark's folks showed her the two pages that were carefully folded and tattered from where, with all those comments from his classmates. A few of the school friends were there at the funeral party, and some of them pulled out their copies. Others told exactly where they kept it. Sister Helen had hit a home run that day. She let other people quantify the gifts and talents of each one of those classmates, and that made a lasting impact on that group of people. You know, for those of you who don't know my personal history, I have been seeking connection or running from it for my whole life since I was a small child. When running from connection took precedence, I kept, you know, keepsakes in the scrapbook of my mind that were not consistent with who I am at the deepest level. Now, the truth is blended with the false and Think about your own recorded history. You all have stories of power and defeat. We can tell stories of glory days and gory days. <laughs> I guess my question to you is this. Are you what you did? Are you a human being or are you a human been that? How do you live today? Some of us hold on to those old defeats and color today with those old bloody histories. I remember one day I went into a group and they were looking at pictures and they were old pictures of me that somebody had brought. 
And I don't look like my story. And people that were struggling with their own mistruths couldn't believe that I had ever lived such a disconnected life. So what pictures come to the forefront of your mind when you think of your history? Do you see your wonderful gifts and talents? The things that you were blessed with to change this world? Or do you focus on incompetence or the times you didn't get it right? You know, there are key benefits to knowing who you are. Until you know yourself fully, you are never going to know the joy of discovering your core calling. Why are you here? You know, many of us are trying to live lives created by other people. We work overtime trying to measure up to standards that are not our own. We lose more than joy and a sense of fulfillment. We lose our identity and our quest to be what other people will think well of. Recently, I went through a tough time and I resisted my personal calling. One of the keys in this was, I don't want to be labeled a weirdo. And those who loved me said, you're already a weirdo, go for it. And that's when the joy returned. The identity I'd been fighting to protect was an identity created from a scrapbook that included untruths about myself. For example, did you know that I'm an artist? <laughs> okay, we've learned that we are what we do. Even this has only degrees of truth. If I don't do the behavior enough, I can't claim it to be that. And who I am becomes distorted. But when I was in high school, I was even given a little scholarship to Northern Illinois University to go to an art camp. Because I was talented in art. Most people listening to this won't know that about me. In my daily meditation and prayer journal, I color pictures to the higher power every day. They're little goofy pictures, but they mean the world to me. I share them with some of the people I, I kind of live with and lean on and grow with spiritually. And we laugh or we say, oh, that's a good one. But I celebrate the little artist that's inside me. We need to be who we were created to be. I'd love to read a quote from Marianne Williamson's book, Return to Love. I hope you enjoy it. When I first read this quote, it really, it really affected me, and I hope it will do that for you. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It's our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It is not just in some of us, it is in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. 
It's a beautiful quote, isn't it? Well, let's talk about that. Let's be all we are. God inspires powerful benefits to being who you were created to be. And let me tell you something. When you use your creational abilities, it is one of the most beautiful forms of worship. God loves when we create with him. It could be in your garden. It could be a fabulous meal. It could be a colored picture in your morning journal. But when you are creating, you are replicating the image of God. He gave you creational ability because he loves to watch what you come up with. So what are we going to do to be who we're meant to be? Number one, ask the questions. This wise action forms thought connections, and it gives us hopeful possibilities. Ask the questions. What are the questions? I don't know. What do you want to be? What were you intended to be? What are your gifts and talents? Ask the questions. Number two, recognize options that are not a good fit. You know, it's funny. I don't always know what the right thing to do is but I usually know what the wrong thing to do is. When I take those out of my head, my, my options become less, and it's easier to see which way I should go. Number three, tap your purpose, because all the mumbo-jumbo is out of your way. Those options that weren't there are out of your way. Number four, true self-identity allows you to know your true desires and to recognize the options that will best serve God and therefore your highest good. You were created on purpose, with a purpose. God didn't make a mistake. He knows what you can bring to this world, and he is just waiting to watch it happen. Number five, you can find your true calling and your gifts and talents will impact this world. You know, there was a guy called Timothy, and he followed the greatest evangelist known in the Christian faith. His name was Paul. And in a letter to his mentor, a letter his mentor wrote him, he was instructed to, are you ready for this? It's a great quote. Fan into flame the gift of God. For the Spirit of God does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. So what does it mean to fan into flame? I mean, when you fan a flame, you're giving it more attention. You're giving it more oxygen. You're making it get bigger. The gift of God, my favorite two are the two that get me out of self the fastest. Love and humor. Those are two of my greatest gifts. I love a good laugh. And I love with all my heart. I'll have to be honest. You'll know I love you if I try to feed you here and there. Every now and again, something about that breaking bread shows friendship. I guess I come by that honestly. This whole podcast is about connecting with love. But let's think of ways to move out of self-centered fear. You know, that gift of sense of humor, that's a gift. So what are some other gifts that are given freely? Faith a vital spirit, wisdom, knowledge, healing, discernment, mercy, art, 
comfortable clothes. <laughs> you know, what keeps us from receiving these gifts? It's usually selfishness, self-centered pride. It's usually fear. And what about some of the fruit that you get when you utilize these gifts? People around you are laughing. They're crying. They're finding themselves. They're knowing themselves. Think about some of the wonderful gifts that were given to us so that we could fully use our talents. Music, sanctuary, you know, sensory stimulants like good smells, the smell of bread break, bed, I always say bread baking because my grandma was a, a bread baker. And it just powers me back to a place of hopeful expectancy. And what about talents? What are some of the talents that you have that will improve as you recognize them and practice them? Honesty, open-mindedness, faith. Just ask. It's a free gift and it will grow to trust. Courage, integrity, willingness, humility, brotherly love, compassion, prudence, perseverance, service. What are some of the skills you have that you can use? Teaching, encouragement, being authentic, journaling, listening, passing on a sense of belonging. Don't waste your gifts and talents. Go big. Fertilize your talent tree so it will grow strong and bear abundant fruit. Look around. Anybody in your periphery wants to grow with you. Pay it forward. Know your gifts and talents and go for it. It's time to take addiction out of the shadows and shine the encouraging light of recovery on everyone affected. Good Seed Podcast is powered by BethWE.com, a nonprofit ministry based in Vero Beach, Florida. We'll start the uncomfortable conversations that turn despair into hope and complacency into action. Connect, communicate, and thrive with us. Check us out online at Beth we.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk again soon.